Hello again, this is Paul Abrahams speaking to you from London and this is the 12th podcast in the series of Learn Jazz Piano. My website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and my email address is music at paulabrahams.com As usual, if you have any questions or comments I'd be really pleased to hear from you and I always try to answer every email I And if you're downloading from iTunes, I would really appreciate a short review. This podcast is all about how to improvise over seventh chords. And I've shown you some individual ways of doing this in the past and today we're going to put it all together. A seventh chord, as you know, is 1, 3, 5 and flat 7. So in other words, a G seventh is just G, B, D, F. And seventh chords function in two different ways, primarily. You'll usually see them functioning as a dominant seventh in the 5-1 sequence or a 2-5-1 sequence. So if we have D minor, G7, C major 7, that G7 is functioning as a dominant 7th, the 5 leading to the 1. And the easiest way to improvise over that would be to play a C major scale. the pentatonic but today we're going to look at how to improvise over seventh chords when they stand alone a typical example of a seventh chord standing alone would be in a basic 12 bar blues where you have three seventh chords they're not dominant sevenths at all they're just straight seventh chords one following the other you could also have a C seventh for instance followed by a B flat seventh the first way to improvise would be just to think of the arpeggio one three five seven then the basic extensions of that, which would be 9, 11, 13. Then taking the 9 and flattening it, or sharpening it, it's flat 9, sharp 9. Taking the 11 and sharpening it, taking the 13 and flattening it. So you're thinking individual sounds, individual notes. So that one was the sharp nine, also known as the flat three, the blue note. Now here comes the 13. There's your 13 sound, sometimes known as the six. So there I went from the A, the 13, flattened it. 
So this method doesn't involve thinking in scales at all. You're just thinking of the chord and notes and knowing what extensions work for you. So now we'll move on to the first of the scales which we did a while ago, the blues scale. The blues scale is one, flat three, four, flat five, five, flat seven. In this case, C, E flat, F, G flat, G, B flat. This is going to work through a 12 bar blues and it's horizontal. And what I mean by that is the chords change but your scale doesn't. So when you move to the F seventh chord, you still continue with that same C, E flat, F, G flat, G, B flat, C throughout the whole of the sequence. Let's just try. One, two, three, four. So there are all sorts of licks you can do on that. Here's a typical one, which is just a triplet quaver figure going from the G flat to the G to the B flat, or you can move up to the C. And you can also use that G flat to flick onto the G. to the pentatonic and this time we're speaking vertically so you need a different pentatonic scale for the C and the F and the G. To remind you the pentatonic is one, two, three, five, six. That was in C, C, D, E, G, A. In F, F, G, A, C, D. And when we move to the G, it's going to be G, A, B, D, E. Let's just try that. One, two, three, four. introduce the flat three into that pentatonic scale. So C, D, E flat, E, G, A. For the F, it's F, G, A flat, A, C, D. And for the G chord, it's G, A, B flat, B, D, E.
So try that. One, two, three, four. So now you can use licks like this. So again, they, they were quaver triplets going from the E flat to the E to the G. I'll play you some more phrases just based on the C pentatonic with a flat three. One, two, three, four. Mixolydian mode. The Mixolydian mode is very simple. Just think of the major scale and then flatten the seventh. So C Mixolydian, C, D, E, F, G, A, B flat, C. F Mixolydian, F, G, A, B flat, C, D, and then flatten the E to the E flat, F. And G Mixolydian, all the white notes. G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And you'll remember that the Mixolydian mode is only related to the seventh chord because it has that flattened seventh in. So we're going to try playing Mixolydian modes to the 12 bar blues. I'll play a chorus and then you take over. One, two, three. Try using some smooth swing quavers through the scale. Although I'm keeping everything at the moment in compartments, there's no reason why you can't play the Mixolydian mode and throw in the flat 3 and flat 5. So you get...
now we're going to move on to what is known as the Lydian dominant, which is the same as the Mixolydian mode, but with a raised fourth, with a sharpened fourth. Mixolydian mode of C, now raise the fourth, C, D, E, F sharp, G, A, B flat, C. So now you get this sort of sound, two, three, four. through your improvisation but that gives you an example so that's the first one the one on F would be F G A B natural C D E flat F and G would be G A B C sharp D E F G so you're getting that that sound two three four use it with economy but it's a nice effect and you can start a solo the first couple of courses perhaps with blue scale moving on to a bit of mixolydian and then introducing this slightly stranger sound which as I say is called the Lydian dominant. The next one is the diminished scale and we've looked at this in some depth I did one episode which was just about the diminished and if you remember it goes either tone semitone tone semitone or the other way round semitone tone and if you were improvising on a diminished chord say a C diminished you would play the C and then go tone semitone tone semitone but when you're improvising a diminished over a seventh chord you go semitone tone semitone tone semitone semitone tone so that would give you C C sharp E flat E F sharp G A B flat C so what that's actually giving you is the flat 9 and sharp 9 C D flat or C sharp D sharp and then after the E it's then giving you the flat 5 or the sharp 11, whichever one you want to call it. So, there's the scale. If you get mixed up with it, think it contains the notes of the C7. It also contains the sixth. And then the missing notes are that flat line, sharp line, 
sound we get is this. And then moving up to the F, there's the diminished scale of F. F is the 1, G flat is the flat 9, sharp 9, A is the 3, B is the sharp 4, C is the 5, D is the 6, E flat is the flat 7. And the G, based on the G 7th, G is the 1, there's the flat 9, sharp 9, 3, sharp 4, 5, 6, and 7. So, let's try that. I'll do one first, and then you. 1, 2, 3, 4. If you listened to the last episode, which was all based on minor modes, you'll know that the Lydian dominant, the one we just did, i.e. the Mixolydian with the raised fourth, is based on the melodic minor, a fourth down. So C, a fourth down is G. The G melodic minor is G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, G. But if you start with a C, it produces the Lydian dominant. The last one we're going to do is also on this list of minor modes. And this one, which is the altered whole tone scale, is based on a semitone above the C playing the harmonic minor. So in other words, C upper semitone, if you play the harmonic minor of C-sharp, you get this. Now take that back down to the C, and you get these notes from C to C. C, D-flat, D-sharp, E, F-sharp, G, A-sharp, and the C. Now that means you're going to get all of the extensions. C, D flat is the flat nine, D sharp is the sharp nine, B is the third, the F sharp is the flat five or the sharp eleven, G sharp is the flat thirteen or the sharp five, that's the B flat. And then we're back to C. Now as I keep saying, you're not going to keep using the same scale as you improvise. 
So let's, just for the exercise in a 12-bar, use that scale just for the C over the C7, and then when we get to the F chord and the G chord, perhaps we can just use the Lydian dominant or the Mixolydian. So I'll go first. One, two, three, four. What might be even more effective is if you started the 12 bar perhaps just with the Lydian dominant and at the last minute as you're going into the F 7th chord use that altered. So in other words, 2, 3, 4, so it's just Lydian dominant. create more tension just as you move from the C7 into the F. I'm going to give you one last possibility. This is not a scale or a mode. These are called upper structures and they are simply triads. Now, if you've got a C7th chord, the idea is to add to it with your right hand the triad based on the second degree of the scale. So in other words, the second degree of the scale is D, and in this case, I want you just to play the major triad. So that will give us the D being the ninth, the F sharp being the flat five, or the sharp 11, and the A being the sixth. And you could just use that as a device to play an arpeggio over a simple C7. One, two, three, four. And it's very effective without even thinking in terms of a scale. Here's another one. Try using a major triad based on the sixth step of the scale. So you've got a C7 with the left hand, and the right hand is going to play an A triad. So, the A becomes the sixth, the D flat becomes the flat nine, and the E is just ordinary third. So, same principle. I'll give you one final one. Try playing a minor triad based on the flat third. So the flat three is E flat, the flat G is the minor third of the chord, and the B flat. So. So there you've got, that becomes the sharp nine, that 
becomes the sharp 11 and the B flat is the 7th. We haven't yet spoken about rootless chords or rootless voicings, but just try instead of playing with your left hand C, E, G, B flat or the shell which would be C and B flat or C and E stop using the root and only use the 3 and the 7 so that's the E and the B flat and then with the right hand play that D triad the major chord based on the second of the scale and you'll get a much better sound. Leave the bass player or your backing track to play the root of the chord. Same with the one based on the sixth. Let's try that. And this time, the left hand, I'm going to play seven and three. And now the right hand is going to play the major triad based on the sixth, which is A, C sharp. E, and again that gives you a much better sound with no root. So a quick recap. We started with the idea that you could just think of a C7 and play extensions. There's the flat 9, there's the sharp 9. Don't even think in terms of scales. Second possibility was the blues scale. Third was the pentatonic. One, two, three, five, six. Then the pentatonic plus flat three. Next up was the mixolydian, which was if you were playing a major scale with a flat 7. Then you could also play the mixolydian but using the flat 3s and the flat 5s. Next was the first of the minor modes which was the Lydian dominant. Think of the mixolydian but sharpen the fourth. Then there was the diminished. And if you remember, it goes after the C semitone tone, semitone tone, semitone tone, semitone tone. And that gives you the flat nine, sharp nine, and the flat five, and sharp five. The second of the minor modes was called the altered whole tone scale and that is, if you remember, derived from just a semitone up playing the melodic minor and it gives you all of the extended notes. So there's the C and then you play the C sharp melodic minor scale. And finally we said upper structures, for instance on the second that's on the minor third, that's on the sixth, but you can try various other ones. Having given you this list, I really don't want you to be improvising, just thinking about which scale you're running up and down 
you need to build these in to your practice but then when you're improvising they should just become a part of what you're doing in the end all you're doing is taking a note for a walk and hopefully singing something in your head and translating it onto the piano and on the way some of these ideas may come about so always go back to the idea of if you're playing something it really should be so hopefully you should know what it's going to sound like as you play it rather than just playing a scale that's it for this session the next episode is going to be about the 12 bar blues but taking it further than the basic chords in other words rather than just using 1, 4 and 5 the C, F and G we're going to start looking at how you can incorporate two fives and two five ones so that we start heading for what's called the bebop blues sequence so any questions or comments please email me on music at paulabrahams.com my website is www.jazzpianoteacher.co.uk and any review on iTunes would be much appreciated. See you next time.